The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of Ryan Gapinski and the 5-Minute Frenzy podcast and are not intended to supersede local protocol or medical direction. Hey guys, welcome back to another 5-Minute Frenzy with Ryan Gapinski. This episode is the first in a three-part series related to invasive ventilation. Today, we will be talking about terminology. This is not all-encompassing, but if you understand these terms, you'll be well on your way to understanding mechanical ventilation. Tidal volume, simply put, is the amount of air delivered with each breath. This equates to approximately 8 milliliters per kilogram of ideal body weight in a normal, healthy individual. That is, somebody who is awake, alert, and active. The ventilator setting we use for tidal volume, however, will vary based on disease process and patient need and is typically much less. Expired tidal volume is a measurement of the amount of air that a patient exhales with each breath. This is an important parameter to keep an eye on to ensure that the patient is not retaining air in the lungs. Each breath generates a tidal volume at a set rate, the product of which is called minute volume. A normal minute volume is about 5 to 8 liters, and that generally decreases while at rest, and it may increase to as much as 60 liters with moderate to heavy exercise. Carbon dioxide levels in the blood generally vary inversely with minute volume. For example, you would expect a patient who is hyperventilating to demonstrate a lower arterial carbon dioxide level. The healthy human body will alter minute volume as needed in an attempt to maintain physiologic homeostasis. The relationship between minute volume and PaCO2 is not linear. In patients with hypoventilation, small changes in minute volume can drastically reduce carbon dioxide levels in the blood. The next term I want to talk about is inspiratory time, or I-time. This is the length of time over which one breath is delivered, and it can range anywhere from 0.3 seconds up to 1 or 1.5 seconds depending on the age of the patient and the physiologic reasons that they are being ventilated. Expiratory time is just the opposite. This is how much time the patient has to exhale. This is generally the same as the length of time between breaths. The relationship between inhalation and exhalation is described as I to E ratio. During spontaneous breathing, the I to E ratio is normally about 1 to 2, indicating that for most patients, exhalation time is about twice as long as inhalation. If exhalation time is too short, breath stacking can occur, resulting in an increase in end expiratory pressure, known as autopeep. Depending on the disease process, the I to E ratio can be changed to improve ventilation, and in rare cases, such as ARDS, may even need to be inverted. Peak inspiratory pressure, or PIP, is the highest level of pressure applied to the lungs during inhalation. PIP increases with any airway resistance. Normal patients, when ventilated at normal tidal volumes, should have peak inspiratory pressures of 25 to 30 centimeters of water. However, some patients with lung compliance issues may show pressures of up to 40 centimeters of water. Interestingly, one retrospective study has shown that a single instance of elevated PIP can have a significant impact on morbidity. The researchers noted that barotrauma occurred in 8% of patients who had a single PIP reading above 50, 
and 43% of patients with a solitary reading above 70. The gold standard in measuring pressures in the lungs is plateau pressure. Plateau pressure is the amount of pressure in the alveoli and small airways. During mechanical ventilation, plateau pressures should always be below 30 centimeters of water. Positive end expiratory pressure, or PEEP, is the amount of pressure in the lungs that exists at the end of exhalation. A small amount of applied PEEP is used in most mechanically ventilated patients to mitigate end expiratory alveolar collapse. A higher level of PEEP, say greater than 5 centimeters of water, can be used to improve hypoxemia. PEEP is not entirely benign, though, as it can contribute to a decrease in systemic venous return as well as pulmonary barotrauma. Mean airway pressure is the amount of positive pressure in the airway averaged over one entire breath. In a normal patient with no obstructive disease process, we would expect a mean airway pressure of less than 10 centimeters of water. However, in patients with ARDS or COPD, that number can reach as high as 30 centimeters of water. FiO2, or the fraction of inspired oxygen, is the percentage of oxygen being administered to a patient expressed as a decimal. For example, 21% oxygen is an FiO2 of 0.21. Typically, in the emergent setting, we initiate mechanical ventilation with an FiO2 of 1.0. However, in the critical care and ICU settings, the lowest possible FiO2 should be used to mitigate untoward effects of supplemental oxygen use. Guys, that's all I have for you today. I hope this was a good review for you. This was just part one of the introduction to invasive ventilation series. Feel free to drop me a line on Twitter at RyanGapinski2, where I look forward to all of your comments, questions, concerns, and complaints. Mm.